Hi everyone and welcome along to the Ergonomically Speaking podcast, the podcast that aims to help you reduce and even eliminate work-related discomfort. I'm your host Neve Pentney of Boyne Ergonomics. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really hope that you're able to take away some useful practical advice from this podcast to help you reduce your own risk of discomfort at the workplace or help manage the risks among the people that you might be responsible for. So now that we know why we're here, let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome along to episode 28 of the Ergonomically Speaking podcast. Today, I'm going to take a little bit of a deviation away from talking about workplace discomfort. We've looked at the lower back and the legs. We've looked at the shoulder, the upper back and the neck. And in the next episode, I'm going to be looking at the elbow, the wrist and the hand. But for today, I'm actually going to have a little look at what are the risks of injury and discomfort around this festive season? And the reason I'm doing this one now is this is usually the week, if not already done, that a lot of people, especially here in Ireland, are going to be putting up their Christmas decorations and are starting the preparations for the festive season. And there are a lot of hazards around this time. So we're going to run through what a few of the hazards are and what you can do to prevent them. Now, what I won't be covering in this episode are any alcohol-related hazards because they go um, beyond my remit a little bit. But um, safe to say, we all know to be as careful as you can out there to avoid any slips, trips and falls that might be associated with the party season. But what I'm going to look at is what are some of the hazards around your home during the festive season that could cause injury, could cause discomfort, and ultimately could have a negative impact on what is supposed to be a fun and happy time of year. So let's have a look. When we're thinking of potential hazards, potential risk factors around the festive season, the ones to consider are risks associated with working at heights, risks associated with manual handling. We look at risks associated with static postures, adverse postures, and repetitive postures, and trip hazards. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So if we have a look first at the risks associated with working at heights, and really what I'm thinking about here is when we're putting up and when we're taking down the decorations, and especially when it comes to the outdoor decorations, because a lot of people will, of course, decorate the outside of the house and the eaves and up along the roof and around the windows to try and make the house nice and festive and bright for people who are going by. But there are hazards with that. So if we have a look at what we can do to reduce the risks when we're decorating, especially at heights, first thing I'll say is inside or outside, if you're hanging lights and decorations, and the area that you want to hang them on is out of reach when you have your two feet planted on the ground. Firstly, if it's not too high, use a step stool or use a step ladder to reach those areas instead of just grabbing a random odd hoc piece of furniture that might be lying around like a small chair or something to stand on. Step ladders and step stools are purpose built to take your weight so you can reach those areas. Other pieces of furniture might not be. So always use a step stool or a step ladder to reach areas that might be just out of reach. If 
you are got, trying to decorate areas inside or outside that are out of your reach, even with a step ladder or a step stool. Well, then really, we need to use a ladder. And the first thing I'll say about your ladder is please make sure it's in good condition and it's functional and it's safe to use. So do a quick check on it before you use it. To use the ladder safely, firstly, follow the height and weight guidelines for the ladder that you're using. And to know if it's high enough for every four foot that the ladder reaches, it should be one foot from the wall at the base. So the higher up your ladder is going, the further away from the wall it should be at the ground level. The top of your ladder should extend about three foot, which is just under a meter, above the area that you actually want to reach. So you're not stood on the top rung and then trying to reach it and balance. The ladder should actually go beyond the area you want to reach to avoid you overextending yourself. Face the ladder front on when you're climbing it and stay in the middle of the rungs. Place the ladder on a solid, even surface. And if the ground is soft or uneven, and it can be particularly soft this time of year, especially if you need to place it on like a grass surface, use wooden planks or wood to try and stabilize the ladder on the surface. And of course, get someone to hold the bottom of the ladder, preferably an adult or an older child, teenager, to hold the bottom of the ladder, particularly if the weather is wet and windy or windy. And if you are decorating the roof, so if you live in a two-story or a taller house and you're decorating the roof and the eaves, ideally a cherry picker or a scissor lift, if available, or if you can hire one, is actually the safest option there. Because we really don't want to be extended at the top of the ladder, leaning up or leaning over, trying to reach where you want to hang the decorations. Because that can put you off balance and that can result in a very serious fall and injury. So we always need to be safe when we are hanging decorations or taking them down from a height. The next thing to consider around the festive season is the manual handling. And this, there's lots of places where manual handling could be a risk. It can be, again, getting or, or putting away the decorations. It could be putting up the three. It could be cooking if you're lifting those heavy pots and pans. It could be Shopping, if you're buying loads of presents or things that are particularly heavy. So lots of potential manual handling risks. And of course, poor manual handling can result in injuries, especially to the lower back. And you don't want to be laid flat on your back during Christmas. So for safe manual handling, regardless of, of what it is that you're doing, be it decorations, be it cooking, be it shopping. If you're lifting the boxes of decorations, the presents, the tree, the pots and the pans, Remember, firstly, if the load is lower than your waist, squat down, bring the load close, keep your back straight and use your legs to raise yourself up or to bring yourself down. Do not twist or turn at the waist when you're holding the load and point your feet and the load at the surface where you're going to place it. So make sure yourself and the load are facing where you want to go and where you want to place it. And also make sure you have a clear line of sight. So, you know, if you're lifting something that's quite tall, well then maybe ask for help so you can carry it a different way. Maybe bring in another person. You should always have a clear line of sight. So if you think the load 
is too heavy or it's too awkward or you don't have a clear line of sight, well, then ask somebody for help with it. Um, or, for example, if you're in the shops and that kind of thing, use trolleys and any other tools that might be available to you. But of course, you may not have them in the home. Static postures during Christmas. Although it often feels like during Christmas and during the festive season, we're running around and probably barely get a chance to be still. Usually I would associate static postures with if you're staying in the one place and you're wrapping presents, if you're prepping the food, if you're doing some cooking, if you're doing some washing up, you could potentially be in one place for a long time. If you're standing for prolonged periods, you should definitely focus on altering your position to reduce the risk of leg and lower back discomfort and help maintain a good level of circulation in the body. If you're in the kitchen in particular, there's a couple of ways you can do this. One is to spread your legs a little wider than hip distance apart and just rock yourself side to side. Or you could put one front, one foot, excuse me, in front of the other and rock forward and back. If you're in the kitchen, again, you could open a lower press and put one foot inside on the lower shelf, take it off, put the other foot on the lower shelf, take it off. And then, of course, alternating between sitting and standing and maybe using a breakfast bar stool. Just make sure you're changing positions as often as you can. And if you're doing something that's going to take a while, well, then take breaks, get up, move around, go do something else and come back. The same as I would recommend if you're stuck in one position in the workplace. Static postures, excuse me, prolonged static postures are really to be avoided in the home and at work because you can get discomfort regardless of what the action is. The body doesn't really differentiate. A prolonged static posture is a prolonged static posture no matter what you're doing. When it comes to your repetitive or your adverse postures, again, there's loads of places this can be present. Like it could be prepping the food, the chopping, the leaning, wrapping presents, loading the dishwasher hanging the decorations. These are all sources of both poor adverse postures and repetitive postures. So kind of put them in together because they do tend to go hand in hand this time of year. For example, if you are prepping the dinner or desserts, try and prep a bit by bit in advance if you can so you're not doing it all at the one time. And even better, if you can either outsource it, you know, bring the kids in, Bring the, the brothers, the sisters, you know, get them to give a hand or buy ingredients that are already prepped. Save yourself a bit of time. If you're wrapping presents, try and wrap them on a kitchen table or a counter or a desk or even the ironing board if that's all you have. But I would avoid wrapping on the floor and I would have been a devil for this for years because, you know, the floor at the time was a nice, big, even surface and it was so easy to go, oh, yeah. I'll pop everything down here and I'll wrap the presents on the floor. The problem is that involves a lot of bending, a lot of reaching, and your back will get quite tight and stiff and sore quite quickly. Um, so try and keep your wrapping on a surface. So be at the table, desk, ironing board, whatever it needs to be. Avoid doing it on the floor. And again, if you're doing a lot of it, take breaks so that your upper body in particular can recover. And of course, if there is in-store wrapping, and that's an option. Take advantage of it. Let someone else do it. And if you're emptying or loading the dishwasher, put one foot in front of the other, bend the knees and stick your bum out. Or if you're accessing the bottom of the dishwasher, bend down with your knees 
Do not keep the knees straight, the legs straight and bend over at the lower back. Bend down with your knees like you would if you were practicing safe manual handling. And the last one I'll talk about is your trip hazards. And this is present when you're decorating or just if it's anything like my house, just Christmas in general is just full of trip hazards and chaos and obstructions on the floor. So when you're decorating, move your wires, keep an eye, know where your lights are, know where your tinsel are, know where your decorations are. Keep them away from walkways and be aware of what's around you on the floor. Avoid carrying loads that block your field of vision because, of course, as well as a manual handling risk, it's a trip and fall risk. And keep your kitchen area floor clean when you're prepping food, when you're cooking, when you're cleaning. Any spills, clean them up straight away. Try and keep the area as clean as you can because Christmas is busy. You're going to be distracted. You're not going to be paying attention to your surroundings. And it is very, very easy to trip and fall and injure yourself. So always be aware of your surroundings when you're going around this Christmas and clean things out of walkways, clean things out of areas um, so that you don't trip and fall. Or worst case scenario, you stand on a pile of Lego in bare feet. And I know anyone who's experienced that has just had a moment there where they've recalled how painful that is. So just try and keep your walkways and your general areas as clean as you can, as clear as you can. So there's nothing for you to trip and fall over. Christmas and the festive season in general, it is such a busy, stressful time. But just taking the time to be careful when you're carrying out tasks like decorating, like cooking, like wrapping your presents and, and delegating some stuff as well. It just means that you can avoid unnecessary injury, avoid unnecessary discomfort. And then that leaves you free to Enjoy the whole build-up and festivities as best we can and get the most out of it. And just enjoy a nice restful period. That's all I'll say about that. I really hope there was something in there that just got you thinking. And maybe now when you're when you're prepping and you're decorating over the next few weeks, you'll stop and have a little think and look at how you're doing it and make sure you're doing it safely. And enjoy the run-up to the festive season, guys. That is this for this episode. As always, I will put the link to the blog in the show notes. I'll also put the link to all my social media handles in the blog post or in the show notes, excuse me. Normal service resumes next episode where I'm going to be looking at how to reduce discomfort in the elbow, the wrists and the hands when you're at the workstation. And until then, everybody stay safe and stay well. And I will talk to you soon.